Cheers. Cheers. Hello, hello. Hi. It's it's spring. It's basically summer. No, no, I won't have that in my house. No. It's like 10 degrees, but the sun is out and my seasonal affective depression is gone. Oh yeah. My... She, she's she's gone. She's for out the, the year. window. We said goodbye. See you in fucking October, bitch. Can't wait. Summer is coming. We love to see it. But how are you, our Lindsay Merlot hands? Listen, I love this nickname. It's one <laughs> we were thinking of one before we started recording, and uh, Caleb just comes out of the. Who knew you were the creative one? I'm so witty, <laughs> Lindsay Merlot hands, and it's 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 good because Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, she's been in and out of rehab. Yes, she's done coke maybe ten to fifteen times. But she knows how to have a good time. And oh, that's what this podcast is all about. The goddess of partying. I think... She, do you think she likes red wine? I think she drinks whatever the fuck she wants. Us. There we are. Lindsay Malohan's my favourite yet. We we will carry on making them up, but I think this one... It's a, it's a winner, it, baby. Yeah. So, Lara, what wine are we drinking this week? <gasps> it's another one from Aldi, people. Get ready. It is called Animus. It is a Vino Tinto from Portugal, 2018. I've got to say, one of my, one of the better bottles I've seen, design-wise. Yes. It's very, like, people outside a cafe in, like, a hot country. Like Parisian. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's from Portugal, but, like, we'll ignore that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's 13% alcohol. God, I can feel it. What else? Oh, it's fruity, which I, I agree. Jammy, that's what, yes. So I was trying to think about what it tasted like and I was like, is it like port? And I do feel like it has like a hint of like port taste. Do you like the wine? I... I'm not the biggest fan of it. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't dislike it. It's not like easy drinking, which is what I quite like with red wines most of the time. Just like something that you can sip at constantly. It, it's too sweet for me. See, I feel like it's... A little bit tart. Do you not think that's a bit tart? I don't tart? think it's tart. I feel, I feel like it's like... I could put that on a scone. Why hasn't someone done that? <laughs> red wine what? scones! No. no, red wine... Jam. Like, red wine jam. Red wine jam. Would is that, that work? Is that like grape? Grape jam? Grape. Lara, I need to know. I need to know what your co-star says this week. Today. It's what? one of those ones where I you've got a question. Who is writing these? So it is a it is a single person at a computer being like, here are the thoughts that come out of my head, and just putting them in and then randomly send them out to people. You know you can do that thing where you're like it's like a chaos something. It's like it's called chaos, and basically you type yourself a message, and when co-star oh, thinks okay. it's right yeah, yeah, the yeah. time is right they like send you the message that you wrote for yourself i think i wrote something really horrible about myself <laughs> in it <laughs> oh but then you then you get the message back and then you get to be like i've grown yeah yeah well, past me was being a little bit yeah too mine is salt is very important and you know what i fucking agree yeah you put salt on everything i have such a salt addiction does it mean like being salty it's very important because I think that's bad advice. Salt is a beauty. What's it? Salt is very important. Salt is very important. I think it's saying like 
season yourself when you're going have a in, bit of grit maybe maybe like when you're going into new situations like season yourself be more like exciting <gasps> and i'm going into a new situation yeah. i've got a new job people congratulations Ooh. oh okay you're so good at reading did you do english literature <laughs> at university oh, yeah. i am writing i'm yeah. the one person <laughs> oh my god you made co-star just for me and you're <laughs> writing them for me <laughs> I tell all our friends, I was like, you have to get it. You have to get it. <laughs> if she asks, just make it up. <laughs> and then pressure in social life, tea, we're in how many weeks of lockdown, trouble with routine, thinking and creativity, spirituality, sex and love, and self. Wow. I never have power in anything. Um, and then it says, like, do classical mu uh, music and don't bartering. Which I don't do anyway. Yeah, I'm a very socially anxious person. What's yours? Mine, my mm -hmm. header this week, is ask the more beautiful questions. I don't know what this means. I chose to ignore it because... I feel like you do ask beautiful questions. Yeah, so do I, bitch. Uh... However, the next part says, are you ready to make room for other opinions? And I think this is important because I'm going home next week for Easter and me and my dad have differing opinions on everything. You like do. everything. So I feel like I need to take this into account. I need to go in with a an open mind and also just let the shitty things he says about certain things just go over my head. I can't, I'm really excited for you to go home. Can I tell you why? Why? I feel like your family gives you a bit more personality. Like it's one of your personality traits is your family. Yeah. And you've not seen them for ages. Yeah, I think, I don't know what it is. I think I just have such a different relationship with every single person in my family. Yeah. Which just brings out like a new character yeah. for me. Yeah, I feel like you always have like a, a funny story, like whenever I ring you when you when you were living at home. Yeah. There was always something going on. And so I'm really excited. I'm bored of you basically. <laughs> You're like, please get out of London. Do you have any weekly obsessions? <gasps> okay, I do. I have two. My first one is, so as we previously said, I got offered a job, which means after much consideration, I have decided to quit my other job because even though I fully believed that I could work two part-time jobs and do uni full-time and still be sane, my friends have advised me that that would not be a good idea. So I have decided to quit. And so my obsession is resigning, giving in your notice. Tea. Power move. Such a power move. Handing in your notice is... When you're doing it, nerve-wracking, mm -hmm. after you've done it, such a sense of relief. That, like, weight off your shoulders, especially when... Because I've quit jobs before just because I, I've not enjoyed them or, like, I've got too stressed. Mm. Like, the last job I had, I quit because I um, was too stressed doing A-levels. And then I felt, I felt bad because I was like, oh, I'm not going to have an income anymore. Like... I'm just doing college. Whereas quitting because you're be, you've been offered another better job. Tea. 
I I feel so good right now. My self-esteem is at an all-time high. You should. You should be so proud of yourself. And I, I mean, I've told you that I'm proud of you. Just for the record, I've told her that I'm proud of her. <laughs> because I think from this podcast, it probably sounds like I'm a really bad friend to her. <laughs> he um, is. Shut up. Don't let him lie. Um, that's, that's funny because... I'm actually handing in my notice tomorrow. Look at us doing bits. Look at us. Who would have thought? To be honest, Caleb, it's, it's high time. You've been milking, milking <laughs> this furlough for a hot minute. I, and I don't blame you. Who wouldn't? No. Who wouldn't? The time has come. I feel like we've, it, it's like... It's full circle. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, are you scared? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Um... I'm not scared. I think, hopefully, I've been there for long enough and hopefully they'll understand. Because I'm moving on to, like, the next chapter yeah, in my life. Yeah. I hope that they would understand because I feel like, I feel like I'm sort of friends with, like, my managers and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah. I think scared. it will be fine. I really do. What is your weekly obsession? My weekly obsession is... Lana Del Rey's new album. I have listened to it. Have you? Once. Once. I liked White Dress, but I can't remember if I liked it because I actually liked it or because that was the first song in the album. I'm the minute music business, girlfriend. <laughs> I, lo- I, didn't, I, I didn't look at the tracks as they were coming. I just sort of okay. listened to it as a full thing. But I did like it and I would listen again. Yeah, so the album's called Chemtrails Are Over The Country Club, which is one of the songs on the album. My favourite song is Tulsa, Jesus Freak. It's very good. There's a lot of auto-tune in there, which I like. I really like Charlie XCX and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it was really nice hearing Lana Del Rey like go for that hyper auto-tune sort of vibe. And I love the whole album. I've been listening to it non-stop. And um, everyone hates it on TikTok, but I love it. You're a proper Lana Del Rey stan. Yeah. The first time I listened to Lana Del Rey, apart from like summertime sadness, yeah, I it was the day I came out to my dad. <gasps> I came, I was in, I was in my dad's room. I was, I told him. I walked out of his room, went into my room, which was right next to my parents' room, and listened to Ultraviolence <laughs> for the first time ever. Just the whole album. <laughs> you didn't need to tell them, sweetie. You just needed to put it on Gee. for volume. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it's, I would listen again, definitely. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a very nice album. It's very, like, chill. It's very, like, relaxing to listen to. Yeah, I definitely feel like, I, I want to be into that type of music, like Lana Del Rey, FKA Twigs, I feel like the same sort of vibe. Yeah. I have to be in the right mood, and a lot of the time I need, like, background noise, and my preferred background noise is, like, grime. <laughs> I know that's such, I know it's so relaxing. Yeah, I'd say I just love listening to like some dutty tunes, you know what I mean? It's like garage. Uh, yeah, like garage. But I do, I really enjoy it. So but sometimes I can I can feel the sadness. I can I can be emotional. I love pop. Like I love I love pop and I will then listen to like Lana Del Rey or like Lord or something like that and I go, Oh my gosh, I forgot how like good these people were and I'm like, really oh good. no. I'm just depressed again. <gasps> so that's the tea on that. <laughs> I have nothing to say about your depression. I kind of live for her. I like when she thrives. <laughs> what I am don't I gagging ha- for? I don't have depression. I don't have depression. No, no you don't. I lied. I don't. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Here we are. Confessions. My other obsession 
of the week is more personal. I don't feel like anyone needs to hear this, but I am obsessed with it and I won't stop talking about it. I did bits, guys. I did a thing. I, I did life. I did adult. I phoned the doctor about my serious case of eczema. What did they say? I have like horrendous eczema on my hand and it... So the eczema comes when I'm stressed, but when I'm stressed, I don't have time to phone the doctors. And so it's like a vicious cycle. My hands have been red and itchy and like inflamed for months, but I did it, lads. I phoned the doctor. He phoned me back a day later, come through. Didn't even need to see me. I didn't need to go in. He just went, I got your pictures, bitch. I'm, I am prescribing you the strongest steroid that's on the market. We'd love to see it. So I have got a bad boy steroid in on my bedside table. I, I put it on twice a day and look at my hands, Caitlin. Oh my god! Like they're still a bit red and blotchy, but have you seen me scratching? No. No. So here's to the fucking NHS. Here's to the NHS and here is to majorly thinning skin. Yes! That, oh my god, no, it does. It basically ages your skin because yeah. it thins it and it you get like stretch marks from it because your skin gets so loose yeah. and then it tightens again when you stop using it. So I will have old woman hands, but I'd rather that than eczema. That's fine. I will still be friends with you if you have old woman hands. It reminds me of my grandma. <gasps> Do, did you... <laughs> pinched your grandma's fingertip and you know like stays. old old people's like skin is like kind of loose yeah yeah and it stays yeah it and it kind of like it's and I, I did it to my grandma once and i was like why does i do that baba like i don't understand it's because it's i'm old lara like please don't call me <laughs> out yeah i'm very i'm very excited about it we'd love to see it i'm i'm very happy for you one time i was so i have to i have like a fat pump of moisturizer like e45 like the biggest amount of e45 you can get on my bedside table and a boy came around and i went i went to pee after we'd done the thing and i came back and he was like do you have psoriasis and i was like what has this boy seen on my back <laughs> like oh my god what, is there something i need to know about and and i was like no why and he was like oh like you've got you've got the big boy pump of e45 and i was like Oh, I, I have really bad eczema on my hands, which is so the sexiest thing you can say in bed, <laughs> just to let everyone know. And he was like, oh, I only asked because I have psoriasis. <laughs> so you know how earlier we were talking about how it's spring now? Yes. And you said it's basically summer. And it I is. And said, no, it's not. It is. Well, funny you should mention that. Because today we are talking about what, Caleb? We're going to be talking about girls' holidays. And when do girls' holidays happen? In summer. In summer. Hot girl summer, bitches. I don't know about you guys, but I've been on my fair share of girls' holidays. I've done it. I've only been on two? On what? Like one actual like summer girls' holiday. (gasps) Yeah, because... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because we, last year, before the pandemic hit, we were maybe one of the only people that went on holiday last year. We did it in January and we went to Amsterdam. So much fun. So good. But they're always so dramatic. Like, shit, (laughs) you can literally do nothing. Shit will always hit the fan. Someone will piss someone off. It's the European air, I think. It is. I talk about this all the time. I don't know about who knows from the listeners, but I did go traveling uh, around Europe. 
being on the continent, it hits different. It really does. Cigarettes. You start, yeah, you pick up like full-time smoking. Yeah, cigarettes taste different because one, it's sunny all the time. I don't know where England went wrong, but it's just never sunny here. Sweetie, continental drift did oh, us dirty. <laughs> um, cigarettes hit different. Beaches hit different. Everything. You are like you have brought you have brought a whole new wardrobe just for this like seven days. It's the it's the plane ride there. It's the going to spoons in Gatwick Airport. <laughs> and it's, the dark fruits. You know the one being like slightly drunk on the plane, getting there, having a really stressful time trying to find your hotel or your hostel. Finally getting there, going out that first night. The first night is always shit. Yeah, because everyone's tired. Everyone, you don't know what time is like a good time to go out. You don't know what the vibe is. You don't know where to go unless there's a strip. Have you ever been somewhere where there's a strip? I haven't. <gasps> hey, Lib! Like, I know when we go on holiday together. Also, I don't think you can do a strip just two people. I think no. you need a big group of girls. You've got to go to like Magaluth, Tenerife. Ayanapa. Yeah. And you just, you get in the taxi, you just go, can you take me to the strip, please? <laughs> to the strip! And you're there. It's, it is a line of bars that also are clubs, basically. Every single one has poles, strip dancing oh, poles. Oh, gorgeous. Every single one has about five people outside being like, five euro, five shots, a three fish balls, <laughs> two drinks for everyone, two doubles. I love it. I miss it. I want it. It's that, like, it sounds amazing in theory, but I feel like I just wouldn't thrive in a strip. I don't know why. It's I don't think I would. It's a very heterosexual territory. Yeah, I feel like I can only see so many straight people getting off in one night. And you know, it's not even, it's like hyper heterosexual. It is boys. Super straight. <laughs> <laughs> it is boys in ripped skinny jeans perfectly white shoes like they don't go out if they have a speck of dirt on them like polo shirts done up to the top kind of like the quiff still standing there with their mates like kind of like with their fist being like you know doing that pose it just it screams it screams i take myself too seriously yeah and that's a turn off yeah but it should be a turn off it, it screams i have cheated on every girl i've ever been <gasps> with I saw a TikTok and it was like, like I'm a lesbian in a group of straight boys. Here's everything I've learned. Every you, that's unheard of. A lesbian no. in a group of yeah. straight boys. Yeah. Or is, am I, am I... I, I've never heard of it. And she said, every single one of my straight male friends has cheated on their girlfriend. Why is she still friends with them? I don't know. She said that she said in the video that she's called them out. But I okay. Feel like... I mean that. That's. I feel like. Would you stop being friends with someone because they cheated? No, I, I, you know, one of my one of my best friends has cheated like multiple times, and I <laughs> just go in one ear, out the other. I don't hear it. Uh, no, I do, I think if you call someone out, then it's not on you. Yeah, it's not on you. You've done your bit. Yeah, and they're bringing drama to your life. Why? Why would you get rid of that? Team. So tell me about your first girl holiday. My first girl holiday was iconic. So much happened. So much. It was, you were Guess there. Guess what, bitch? I was there too. <laughs> this bitch was there. So you'd been traveling. Yeah. And you met us sort of halfway through your travels in Croatia. Mm -hmm. That was such a fun time. Like you guys getting out the taxi and I was like, oh my God, 
I yeah. hadn't seen anyone that I knew it for like... It must have been so surreal. I was in proper, like, travelling euphoria. Yeah. So I, I was definitely so annoying. We, tu- <laughs> we turned up in this, like, eight-person taxi to this hostel that Lara was staying at. And we walked through and it is like this Zen garden with like hammocks and like really cute trees. Yeah. And like, it was just, it was, you know, it was euphoric. Like, it and then really you, nice. and you walked out and you were wearing some fucking ugly shorts. Oh my God, they're so ugly. <laughs> I have burnt them. <laughs> have you? <laughs> no, I cut them to try and make them look better. I just needed to see they didn't look better. They are in my um, scrap fabric box. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah I'm re- going to make a hat out of them. Reuse, recycle, re-other one, the other one. Reuse something. <laughs> I was going to say re-forget. <laughs> How drunk am I? Oh, my God. So, anyway, we met with Lara. We went to... It, we took, it took us, what, like, four hours to actually get into our fucking yeah. apartment. The shit that went down on this girl's holiday. That was a lot. It was quite stressful. It was stressful. It was like... But fun. It was... It was chaotic. It was like... Should we throw in the ambulance? I mean, it, for <laughs> one, it took us like hours to even get into the Airbnb. And then we got into the Airbnb and then we had to go... You know when you go on like a... a on a normal girls' holiday, we went to a place called Navalia, which is like... It's called the <laughs> Ibiza of Croatia, basically. Um, if you go to like Magaluf or Ibiza, let's say... They know that British people are coming. They they know it. They see it. They basically open a Tesco. <laughs> Everything's in English. Easy. This place we went to like the the rattiest supermarket. We didn't know it was it was basically a B and Q, but for food. Oh my god! Do you god. remember? Yeah. The and we like we walked. It was like blistering heat. Yeah. It was so hot. And nothing was in like a. It, the shop didn't make sense. You think you go to when you go to a new uh, supermarket and you can't navigate your way it around. It was basically Morrison's. Oh my god, worse than Morrison's. Morrison's is bad. This would be like it would have like fish, and then right next to the fish there would be like milk. Yeah, and then, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say yeah. milk. Yeah, it was weird. And then we got finally got food. Then Caleb made us a stir fry, oh. and it was it was the driest, traumatic, d- drier than the like Sahara Desert. <laughs> we didn't have any sweet chili sauce. They let the they let the only two gay people on the trip cook dinner for the here's, first night. Here's, here's some fucking tea for for our listeners, for our Lindsay Malohans. Um, don't gays can't cook stir fry. It's a fact. <laughs> it is a fact. I will um take that to my grave. We've decided it just yeah. now. Anyway, we get to our first night out. The first night out was fine. Yeah, it, we went a bit early. Yeah, I think it was it was fine. The second night out, however, is when it started to get interesting. <laughs> so we realized our mistake from the first night. So we didn't start pre-drinking until maybe ten or eleven. Then we we went out onto our balcony. We had some drinks. I was on the vodka Red Bull. Don't ask me why. <laughs> And we were hyper. Yeah. We were like blasting music. We were bouncing off the walls because the first night, the boys in the flat below us were blasting music really late as well. I can't remember that. Yeah. So the boys in the flat below us were blasting music really loudly. So we were like, oh, that's fine. Like, we're like, it's okay to do that. Yeah. So. It's like 1 a.m. Yeah. Maybe 2. I think it was 2. We were like, let's go out late tonight. Yeah. And me and. My best friend Molly 
were doing a rendition of Love Story by Taylor Swift. Like, screaming. Iconic. Iconic. The videos. Oh, it was just so funny. Everyone who's listening is like, it's not funny. (laughs) Why is it funny? (laughs) (laughs) Trust us. Anyway, so they're, they're blasting Taylor Swift. They are doing a beautiful rendition. Know every single word. Don't ask me how. Neither of them like Taylor Swift. Then... I, I feel like it was all a blur because I suddenly turn round and there's two Croatian policemen in our living room. There were more. There were was more it than, three? No, there were like four or five. No, I'm not joking. No, there were four or five and they were like in our living room and even when they were on the balcony, there was like at least one or two in the Oh my the God, apartment. really? Yeah, and they just let I them... think I must have just froze. Yeah. So these police officers had let themselves into our apartment yeah. somehow. And, and none it... of us had noticed until these two stepped onto the balcony. And we were all just like, <laughs> us being <laughs> we just like very like goody two shoes, like middle class white British people were like, turned off the music. We were like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we were like, oh, like, we were just like, we're so sorry, blah, blah, blah. We didn't realise how late it was. Because all they, they didn't say anything. They were. They just stared us down. And we and Molly, thank God for Molly, just was like, can we help you? Um. No, they were like, why are you here? <gasps> and we were like, we're on holiday. Like, we're on our holly bobs. <laughs> That's what we meant to do. Is that a crime? <laughs> and uh, basically, they were so intimidating and... Someone mentioned that the boys were playing music downstairs really late last night. And obviously the shortest police officer was like, yeah, sure. It's yeah. always the shortest one that is the cockiest. Obviously. Like, if you didn't have your tall mates around, you wouldn't be saying this. But they turned to us, iconic statement. They were like, next time, police station. And then walk out. They just, and <laughs> our friend Molly got a video of them walking out. She's like, bye boys. <laughs> bye boys. <laughs> So I remember like coming back from traveling. It was literally months later. It was probably like November after that summer. And I like mentioned it to my mum. I was like, oh yeah, do you remember that time? Like the police like caught us like in Croatia. And my mum was like, what? <laughs> and I just hadn't told her that oh, it happened because I was God. so embarrassed. No, it was so, it was funny. Gosh. It was funny. That was like the least of our problems yeah, in Croatia. That was, that was just the start. We went out. One of the nights, you weren't out this night Mm-mm. because you and so basically, I I'd been partying nonstop since since I started traveling. <laughs> um, drink every time I mention it from now on, please. And it was a lot. Like it was normally on like a strip holiday, you go out at eleven, you'll be back by like four. Whereas this was like you go out at two, you're back at like. Six, yeah. seven, eight. I think if you were doing it properly, you probably wouldn't be back until like 11. Like, I think they were proper, like, all but no, but night even, raves. Yeah, so they were all night raves. And then it went all the way through the day as well. They were yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They were like, it was a full... We went during a festival. So it was like... But like a festival where the festival's held in different clubs along the strip. I was just exhausted. So I, I tapped out for this one night. I was like, guys... I'm done. Little did I know, I was tapping out on the most dramatic night. I honestly cannot believe, like, I, uh, you know when you're like, these things never happen to me. This night, it happened to me. Like, one of those stories. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we all went out, and the bartender 
took a liking to our friend, basically was giving us free drinks when she like kissed him. And then... Can I just say this bartender didn't have any teeth? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Was, was that not him? No, no, no. That's toothless. No, oh. he was a different person. <laughs> the bartender had teeth. <laughs> this is all like going on and we're getting these things called jumbo pictures. They were like huge. We were all sharing them. And then we, we found this group of boys that we'd met, we'd met previously. So one of them had a bottle of vodka filled with like stuff. And me and Liv were like, yeah, let's have some, like whatever. All the rules you abide by back home when you go out with your friends, like don't take drinks from strangers, blah, blah, blah. Does that apply to you? Do you do, do, you do that as well as a, as a man? Or is that just women? I think it should apply to me because I, I feel like there's just as much chance as me picking up the wrong drink and drinking it. But... I used to go around house parties and drink, drink oh, random drinks. Oh, you didn't. House parties different though. Like, especially when you're like 16, you know every single person there. Yeah. They all go to your school. One, who's getting their hands on like roofie drugs, really, at yeah. 16? And um, two, you're 16. Yeah. Just do it. You, um, don't, you can't afford a whole bottle of alcohol to yourself. That that 250 ml of vodka is going to go super quick, honey. Yeah. When I was in first year, I used to go into the um, toilets and I, when people were going for a beer, I'd steal their drink. <gasps> I did the same. I used to go around and drink people's like leftover beer and it definitely had fag ends in. 100%. That's disgusting. And it was disgusting. Anyway. I think that's why I have bad skin now. <laughs> it's just the repercussions. <laughs> It's in your system. <laughs> That's by the by. Yeah. About an hour later, our friend is on the floor. She cannot move. She's just like throwing up. We've got our friends sticking their fingers down her throat. She is like non-responsive. She is paralytic. Yeah. Like, to the point where our responsible friend, Ellie Todd, calling you out, bitch, giving you a little shout out, phoned me. I was fast asleep in bed, pick up, like, wake up, pick up the phone. She's like, I need you. Doesn't say anything. She just goes, I need you to find our friend's European health card. And I was like, why? Tells me that this girl is, like, paralytic. They're going to have to phone an ambulance. And in order for them not to be charged, she needed her insurance card. And so there's me, like, rummaging around trying to fucking find it. She's like, Lara please hurry up. I think she's going to die. Like everyone else is wasted. I'm the only one that's even like close to sober and I'm not even there. Like I could not drive a car right now. It was wild. So uh, this is all going on. They're on the phone to Lara in the background. If our friend got spiked, then I definitely got spiked as well because I, I was rolling around in her sick. Our friend Kim, another responsible queen, picked me up, put me on a wall and was like, sit here, don't move, make yourself be sick right now. Kim is a queen. T. Kim is a queen. So I'm a mess. People are trying to look after me. Our friend is like on the floor paralytic. Our other friend is like having a panic attack because she thinks her best friend's gonna fucking die. Prior to this, on this night, very, like everyone there was straight. And I was single. As said before, some like girls' holidays are a very hyper heterosexual yeah. universe. The first sign of male attention I got was from this guy, and he came over and he started dancing with me, and I was like, oh, like, 
This is like this is nice. Maybe I'll be the one to like get with someone this holiday. Oh, I forgot you were single at this point. Yeah. Then like this other guy comes up to me and they're like just dancing with me. I think they were Spanish and then just like this whole group of boys comes up to me and they're like caressing my body and like kissing my neck and like like hands going everywhere and I was like this is crazy why am I getting so much male attention? Turns out one of them had like tried to come on to one of the girls we were with on the holiday. One of them had like slapped one of their asses. The girls are looking at like in on this situation from an outside perspective and they're like this looks weird like this isn't right blah blah blah. Bitch, I nearly got fucking snatched <laughs> in Croatia. Bitch, I nearly when got... I say I wish you had, you uh, this imagine? story would be so much more interesting. Honestly, and these boys, they weren't like, they weren't big, they weren't buff. Like, I feel like I could have taken like one of them. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, but... if you believe that, then you're delusional. <laughs> I don't think you could take anyone. No, but honestly. You got pinned down by like a skinny wrestler boy and got... <laughs> Shampoo squirted in your eye. Oh, I did. You're Honestly, vague. I laugh about it. I make such a joke out of it because it yeah. is like you have in, to. Yeah, in essence, you have you have to do that. But I, I could have like been taken into an alley and like killed. I and it would have been iconic. Can you imagine my funeral? <gasps> like he died doing what he loved most. I would have felt, not to make it about me, um, <laughs> but I would have felt so bad that I wasn't there. So I'm really, I'm really glad you saved me that guilt because I, honest, I think I would have had like trauma from that. <laughs> so thank you. That's okay. Were you scared at any point or were you living for it? I was honestly, I was- You were spying. I was living for it. I was honestly having the best time of my life. If on the topic of like spiking though, like were you, so you were having the best time of your life, which I think is like lucky because I've been spiked before and it's, it's fine in the moment, but also I was, I was spiked in a way that like, I don't remember what happened. Yeah. I've all. been spiked like properly before. Yeah, yeah. 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 And like, I literally like don't remember a single thing that happened in the night and it's, it's hor It's really scary. It's really horrible. And yeah. some, and that's the thing, like you you wake up the next morning, you're like, I don't really remember anything that happened last night, blah, blah, blah. And then you kind of come to the realization that you've been spiked um, because you know when you're too drunk. Yeah. Because you do remember some stuff, didn't remember a fucking thing. And what's scary is that something could have happened so yeah. easily. Something could have happened to Bitch, you. Bitch, I, I pissed the bed. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, I was sleeping next to you. She saved your ass. No, no, not on this. No. Oh, my God. I was gonna say I was on this holiday with you. How did I not know? No, no. I was sharing a booth with Joe Weller. <gasps> and you pissed the bed. And you pissed Joe Weller's bed. <laughs> no, and and I got spiked. I literally had three drinks, and I was saying things you know. that I would never say. I went into a club through the fire fire door, got kicked out, and I, I must have been so obviously fucked because the bouncer went to me. He goes, "Oh yeah, if you just um." Go down these steps through that door and like just turn left. I was like, oh, thanks, mate. So I walked down, walk out the door, turn left. I was fucking outside. <laughs> I've been kicked out. <laughs> they, didn't even, they didn't even score you. No. They were like, we can tell this bitch anything. <laughs> so, yeah, so on this holiday, we had the police show up. And I was, that, at that point, I was scared for my life. I was like, I'm going to a Croatian prison. We'd had Caleb almost getting snatched. 
our friend almost died. Like, I know everyone's had like a paralytic friend before, but have you had a paralytic friend in a country when like you, not that many people actually speak English? Yeah. And she's literally like dying on a beach. What else happened? Oh, boat parties! Oh, the boat party. <gasps> I've been on a few boat parties in my in my time. <laughs> I've been on a few. It's always the best part oh, of any holiday, so hands down. There is a different level of drunk you get at a boat party. It's like how people say when you're on a plane, uh, how people say it's fact. When you go on a plane and you drink alcohol, you drink, get so much drunker because yeah. of the, the, the air, pressure. air pressure. Boats, it's like obviously not the same thing, but same thing. You get yeah. so drunk. And also, when you're like booking it, you're like, oh, well... Like, this much money for a boat party, kind of expensive. But when you think about how many drinks you have on that boat party... It's so worth it. So, so worth it. So, like, and some of some of the drinks that we got in the clubs were, like, 120 kuna, which turned Fucking out... kuna. <laughs> which turned out to be, like, £10. Yeah, it was, like, basically going clubbing in London. It was the same. No, boat parties. So my first boat party was the girls' holiday we went on. Same group of girls minus Caleb. He wasn't part of the group yet. He wasn't one of the OGs. <laughs> and we went to Tenerife. That's, that was where I met my, my strip, my love for the strip. And we went on this boat party. And I can't tell you about it because I don't remember anything that happened. I've only heard bad things about that boat party. <gasps> I loved it. Apparently it was so rocky. Liv had I genuinely am sickness. I'm genuinely sad. Oh, no, Kim vomited on onto me and I got with a boy. But it was still really fun. Really, really fun. My second boat party was the one in Navalia. And that was, it was like DJ. Oh, it was, it was so good. What was it? It was like Fanta and vodka. Yeah, drinks. yeah. For, and it was free for about four hours. You Literally as many as you can take. No one vomited, which, yes, Queen, live. There were, like, two levels. There were two levels there, and there were, like, different stops where you could, like, jump off and, like, swim through, like, a cave yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So None it wasn't us... just a boat party. It was, like, an experience. It was, like, an excursion. But and... No, I'm, we're so lucky that no one actually, like... We went in the water, but, like, no one actually went into the cave or anything because I know that I would have gone into that cave, come back in the boat and be gone. And I'm petrified of, like, deep sea water. (gasps) So many people are. I thrive. I give me an open ocean. I will jump right in. I hate it. I'm, like, such a water baby. On this boat party, though, we met with a Canadian. Yeah. We met this group of Canadian girls and they were, they were wild. They, you know how you see videos of Americans at like a rave and they are like punching the air and like <laughs> They are doing the absolute most. They were like, they were like this. Yeah. And, but it was such a good energy to be around. Yeah. I feel like it was just you and me that were talking to Yeah, them. because you were, you were on your travelling experience and I wanted to be on my travelling experience. So yeah. I was just like, yeah, I'll talk to anyone. And do you remember Ellie going over to one of the boat crew? He was about 60 years old. And he was like rubbing... Um, Sun cream all over her yeah. ass. <laughs> it was like a Hugh Hefner situation. Yeah, it, it got a bit weird. And then the third boat party I went on was after this. So I was in Montenegro... Highly recommend. So fucking cheap. I paid 14 euros for a boat party. Unlimited sangria. So no, like, 
fizzy drink and vodka situation. It was like proper made sangria. Oh I saw them make it. I saw this really fit Montenegro man make it. And I have a video of him making it because I was like putting it on my story and he winks at me and I was like, ah! It's it was his also, job. <laughs> it was also, yeah, obviously. I know that now. It was also red wine sangria. So you know it was yeah, everything. Gorgeous. It wasn't very, it wasn't very touristy because it was like, not many people go to Montenegro unless you are traveling. And so it was like, we were the only boat out on the water. Oh. It was like sunset, mountain, mountain ranges, like going into the sea, jumping at like six different occasions. It was also a smaller boat party. There were maybe like 20 of us. Okay. And like, you could pick what music went on. So it was more intimate. Yeah. And that was the boat party that I learned how to pee in the sea. I couldn't pee in the sea well, before You just this. did it. You just no! Went out. Are you joking? I was in the sea for <gasps> a good 15 minutes. Fish can swim up your pee stream and yes, into your pussy. Yes, that's what I'm scared of. No, I just can't do it. Oh. I just thought I have to hold on to something. <laughs> to this day, if I'm in water and I need to pee, I have to hold on to something. I have to be by myself. I need no one near me. And I wow. have to I have to be alone for about 15 minutes That's so in order weird. for it to come out. It's so, it's so peak. I feel like we're not doing any of these stories justice. Everyone's like, why are they doing an entire episode on this? <laughs> this could have been done in 15 minutes. There is such an important story that we haven't spoken about. And there are many different versions of this story. Oh, no. There are many different versions of this story, but there is one correct version of the story. And guess what, bitches? You're getting the correct one today. Mm, I'm not convinced. It's it's controversial, but I think that I tell it from a... I feel like I tell it with sympathy for the other points of view. Okay. I definitely don't make myself a hero in this situation. <laughs> I really don't. Basically, on my first ever girls' holiday, this was before Caleb came, me and the girls went to Tenerife. And it was sick. We had a really, really, really fun time. On one of the nights, however, we went out and our friends are beautiful. Our friend, we have yeah. very, we're a very good looking group of, of, of gals. Um, and of, so obviously a lot of them get hit on. A lot of them have like boys coming over. They get flirted with, blah, blah, blah. But a few of them have boyfriends or had boyfriends at the time. And so they're getting, they're getting flirted with, they're getting hit on, obviously, they're very, very beautiful. And I'm just in, you know when you get to that level of drunk, where you're just a bit like, you're like, the world is against me. <laughs> like, I was just peeved. I was peeved this night, I don't know why. Peeved. And so these, so my friends were getting hit on, and they were like, oh, we're really sorry we have boyfriend, but have you met our friend Lara? And oh, it, it pushed me over the edge. I was like, because I, I was just in a, I was 18 or 19. Yeah. I was just in a very self-conscious place. And I was like, these boys are hitting on you guys for a reason. If they wanted to hit on me, I'm standing right here. Like they would have. <laughs> Legs wide open. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, they don't want to meet, they, he doesn't want to meet me guys. He doesn't want to meet me. And they were like, yes, he does. Blah, blah, blah. Like hyping me up. <laughs> and I was just in that, in that state. I was being, I was being a little bitch yeah. basically. And when I was aren't like, you? Oh, so true. And I was like, no, I'm done. I'm over this. I'm I'm pissed off at the world. I had my first cigarette for like <laughs> I hadn't smoked for like a year, and I had. I was like, Molly, 
roll me a fag. <laughs> Everyone gasped. No, literally no one. Anyway, so I was in a reckless mood. And earlier that night, one of these promoters came up to us and was like, five euro and you can get like all of this shit, blah, blah, blah. And we went into this club and this club was dead. Like that was why it was five euros. <laughs> like but in between us when y- they're like, get like 33 shots. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Me pretending I've seen in between us. Oh. Um, and so we went in, it was dead. We took our shots, we took our drinks. And then we were like, we don't have time. We actually don't have time for the fishbowl because we cannot be here for a second longer. So we left the fishbowl, but they assured us we could come back later and like have it. We had like a token. So we go off, we all get drunk, meet these boys. I get pissed off. I then turn to one of our friends and I, I'm like, do you, do you want to kick at the fishbowl? Just you and me. <laughs> like, do you think like, no one's going to know. Who's going to know? How are they know? They're not going to know. They're not going to know. And she said, no. So then I turned to another friend. <laughs> And I said, do you want to go get the fishbowl? Like, I think I'll be like, listen, we're not going to go back there. That club was dead. Look at these girls. They're all fucking drunk. No one's going to remember the fishbowl. If anything, it will be a waste. We're doing them a favor. Let's go back and get the fishbowl. This bitch said, absolutely. So we go off and before we leave the girls are like where where the fuck are you going and and this the friend turns around and she's like lara's just having a bit of a moment we're, we're gonna go for a dmc we'll be back lara's just like not feeling herself obviously believed it because i'm a little bitch <laughs> we go back to this club we finish this fishbowl we come back we've been gone for a good 45 minutes <laughs> this was no they i mean i feel like it was on them that they didn't realize of course you do <laughs> So we get back, we're having a kiki, we're having a good time, everyone's drunk. I'm like, I feel so much better because I've 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 been a little conniving. I've had I've had my my rebellious moment. It's the end of the night. We are leaving. We are literally someone is about to call a taxi. And this bitch stands up, one of our friends, and goes, Wait! <laughs> we still have that fishbowl! <laughs> to which me and the friend I went and stole the fishbowl with looked at each other dead in the eye. We go, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> and literally speed walk to this club. Like we we are leaving all of the bitches behind. We speed walk, we get to the club and we go hide in the toilet because we're so scared. And we are pissing ourselves. We're like, oh my God, they're going to get in there. They're, they're not going to know. Please, for the love of God, can the bartender just tell them that like it's not available or like that <laughs> they can't have it or something? And please, for the love of God, don't rat us out. Anyway, so we're laughing and pissing ourselves in this toilet stall. We come out. They're stood in a line. The girls are stood in a fucking line. Their faces like a like a slapped ass. There's like, like and there's there's like s- there's seven a good of seven us. or yeah seven of us. So there's five of them standing in a line, and me and my friend walk out. And I nervously go, <laughs> like laugh. And this one friend goes, it's not fucking funny, Lara, is it? And she's <laughs> she's scary. Like it was scary. And so the friend we stole the fishbowl with just starts crying. And it's like, I'm really sorry. Is this Molly? Yeah. Do you know what? The friend that, that went with you gets absolutely no stick. No, no shit. Absolutely no shit. They're all like, they're all like, 
They're like, it wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault. She manipulated you. I get... This story has never died. I am like the snake of the group because of this story. I then, can I just say, I understand what I did... I, and for any of the girls listening, I understand what I did. I understand it was snaky. It was. And I take full responsibility for that. I also won't apologize for it anymore because I went up to the bar and bought every single one of them a double, like a double of their favorite drinks. I literally sat there and I went, I want this for Kim. I want this for Ellie. I want this for blah, blah. Got all of them their favorite drinks correctly, can I just say. And gave them to them. And I still had to sit there and listen to them tell me what I had done wrong. I was like, I know. It's the principle. And you can't buy your way out of your problems. (laughs) Yes, you can. Anyway. That is a notorious story in our friendship group. Yeah, it comes at every Never Have I Ever, every Two, Three, Swan Night, every every story we tell. It always comes back around to the fishbowl. And I don't know why I'm being villainized. Because would you not do the same? Would you not do the same? If you were having if you were having a bad night, not even a bad night, you were just like a little bit bored. That's what I was. I was bored. Would you not turn to me, Caleb, and go, I don't even need your answer because I know you would. You would turn to me and go, should we just go get the fishbowl? Here's what I would do differently. Okay, go on. Tell I me. wouldn't where, where did I go wrong? I wouldn't let my friends go back to the club slash bar. That what I knew I they hated. You stand there and you go, you go, oh, I really hate to say this, but I was really bored. I'm taking accountability for it now. Like we said in... Oh, so you wouldn't even let them like... Because they were embarrassed, I think. Because they went back and the bartender was like, your friend drunk it. Your friend came back and like, the bartender is actually the snake here. The bartender snaked me. I sat there for 45 minutes and had a really good conversation with him. I cannot believe he one remembered me. Kind of flattered mm. though. And two, that he snaked me. The most cowardice and easy thing you can do is to blame someone else. Blame <laughs> someone else. Lara. Listen, it's a good story. It is a good story. And I, I actually, and I don't care. And it I is don't apologise for it. It is a joke. No one's actually mad at you. Like, they were mad on the night, but, like, no one's actually mad at you now. I'm going to message the, the group chat right now. No, they're not mad at me right now. Obviously not. Please, let me know, girls. Let me know if you're mad at me. <laughs> but, no, it's an iconic story. And I would do it. You would do the same for a check. You really would. <laughs> and I was going to get employed of the month. That's a period. <laughs> oh, God. But that's the thing, like, girls' holidays, they're so dramatic, they're chaotic, but they give you the stories that you sit and you tell for, like, the rest of your life. Yeah, 100%. But like we said at the start, it's just, it's being in a different place, it's the heat, it's the, like, holiday feeling. Something's bound to happen. Yeah. It would be boring if it didn't. Yeah, and it's just one of those things where, like, I feel like it is a blur. Like, I I honestly feel like... You go from, like, I when I went on that holiday, I went from working, like, 30 hours a week, 30-plus hours a week, to then just having nothing to do. It is a full bl- blowing-off-steam week. Because most people in, the, like, the working world, when, you, when, you know, when, you're, when you're an adult, which you are, you're a graduate, oh, you, don't so. get, you don't get six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks off for summer. You don't get two weeks off for Easter. You get maybe weekend off for Easter... You get a couple bank holidays and you get like three weeks holiday. That's all you get in a year. That's horrendous. 
I'm suddenly so glad that I dropped out of uni and took another year. I like I'm one year away and I'm I'm loving it. That's fine, but like I finished uni at my peak, like I finished at 21, like my body is at the like the peak standard. You're gonna finish at 24, 20... I'm gonna be a tired bitch. Your, tired old hag. Your body's gonna start degrading. <gasps> How dare you? No, it doesn't. No! You get to 21 and then your body starts dying. To be fair, this is the first year I've not felt like the, the age I'm turning. I think I've spoken about that before though. Yeah, you yeah. said that's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. No, I, I'm going to finish uni at 23. 23, I think. Yeah. But that's the thing about graduating. It doesn't matter what age you are. You still come out of uni and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. I'm just going to be slightly older. You're just going to be, like, two years ahead of me. That's why I always thought. Like, that's why I was so upset when the pandemic came. Not the people dying. <laughs> not the economy. I was like, I feel so shit because I was like, I went into uni. A lot of my friends did gap years um, or, like, a foundation. I went into uni. I was like, do you know what? Like, I'm ahead. Of, I'm a year ahead of everyone. Yeah. Literally, We're just before I finished. <laughs> oh, I was like... Well, that was for nothing, wasn't it? I could have taken a gap year. <laughs> this is your gap year. Just consider this your gap year. It's, yeah, a, it's, a, peak, it's yeah. a peak gap year. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it is a blur, but they hit different. They're so fun. I can't yeah. wait to go on another one. We're going on one this year. We're not going abroad because we're not allowed. No, right? yeah. There's like a £5,000 pound. Yeah, Boris fine. said absolutely not. Unless you have a holiday home. Is that it? Yeah, unless you have a holiday oh home. That's because he's got a holiday home and he's That's like, well, I want to go. <laughs> if you if you were part of the parliament, I, I'd be you corrupt had as power. fuck. Yes, I'd be you corrupt would. as fuck. No, we're going to we're doing a little staycation this year. We're going to Manchester. Manchester, Manchester. And I, think he, I don't think as much as we said it's like being in a different place, it's the heat, it's blah blah blah. There's something about just having a week of like living with your best friend. Yeah. And you you have the money, you've saved up the money for just that week. So you've got a like, how much? Like £250 for one week to just spend. Yeah. And it's the, it's the give no fucks attitude. And shit happens when you have that. And I want to I wanna think, what if you just had that attitude, that mental attitude all the time? You'd be homeless. Where do you want to go next for like a like a proper vacation, like abroad? Where would be your like ideal place to go for a girls' holiday? For a girls' and, holiday, and who do you know what? Girls' holiday wise, I want to go. I just want to go with our group. Yeah, I, I want to go to Tenerife because I missed out on that holiday. Everyone has said they want to go back. I'd go back. Yeah, Handy P would go back. And to like go somewhere that has a pool because we had to go to the beach. Like if I could just wake up and get in the pool because we wake up at like two o'clock in the afternoon every like mm-hmm. every day. You do, you do. Two o'clock in the afternoon and people would literally be lying in bed and obviously you're staying in an Airbnb and they're like expensive. You want to get like the cheapest one possible and so you're literally like a. Th- thin wall away from from all of your friends and i would wake up in the morning and i would hear like lara <laughs> lara i don't know why but i had to make breakfast every morning there's something about my scrambled eggs lara's scrambled eggs we have a li- we have a list of like iconic things that happened on our holiday <laughs> and one of them is just like lara's eggs <laughs> i don't know why i don't know why and now and now ironically i think i make better eggs than you make I don't like eggs anymore. 
there's been so many TikToks about this being like when you're eating it halfway through eating your eggs and you remember <laughs> what eggs taste like. <laughs> no, for me it was when our friend Ellie sent a picture of like her brother's cooked egg and it had like a fetus in. It yeah. definitely wasn't a fetus, but I know it's not a fetus because that can't happen because they don't have a fetus in, but like it looked like a fetus and I, ugh, I just can't, I can't eat them anymore. They Maybe are I gross. should go vegan. Why did, why did someone like look at a chicken's period and go, oh. It's not a period. What is it? It's a, it's a different. No, it is It's a, a different animal thing. They're birds. I feel I feel like it's so fun to just reminisce on like yeah. your holidays because it is honestly escapism. Is now, now, a hundred percent, and I I feel like they feel like such a blur because they were such a long time ago. Honestly, isn't every night out during lockdown like such a blur? Yeah, because I feel like we're so detached from it now because we haven't had it. I saw a tweet today. This is another one of my obsessions. I saw a tweet today that went. Uni and lockdown is actually awful. I don't know how many more games of Ring of Fire I have left in me. I felt that on like a <laughs> deeper level. I really did. It's like a never ending prize. I'm getting, I'm, I am considering stopping drinking. I know that's not going to happen. We have a <laughs> podcast to film, but it's, I'm bored. I'm bored of drinking in the home. And also there's no level of like, you know, if someone goes, do you want to go to the pub with me? That's like couple pints. Yeah. Because that's all you can afford. There's like money that has to limit you. Yeah. It's like you go to the pub or you go to a bar where it's like cocktails and you get a bit more drunk or you go clubbing where you're fucked yeah. or you have a house party. It's very, very, very occasional that someone will invite you over to have like a, a glass of wine in their house. Yeah. And even then it is like a bottle of wine and it's chilled. But now home, your living room is all of those things. And so how do you know? How do you know what the vibe is? And I just end up getting so drunk every time. And I can't be hungover again. <laughs> They're getting worse. Honestly, I, I've been hungover all day today and I just can't do anything. And how does the red wine feel? I don't feel hungover anymore. I think I had like my third sip and I felt fine. <laughs> I, I feel like if this red wine, I liked this red wine, I would feel better than I did. Well, you know, what do you want me to do about that? Um, buy better red wine next time. Well, no, this is the thing. We're reviewing we're the red reviewing wine. We're reviewing every single one at Audi. And so here's what we say to you guys. We, one, hope you enjoyed the episode and we wish you a very happy girls holiday whenever your next one is. Even if you're a straight boy, have a good time. And don't buy Animus Vino Tinto from Portugal 2018. We, it's not worth the money. Us saying this, saying don't buy Animus Vino Tinto, we want to put them out of business. Boycott them. <laughs> if you see it on the shelf in Audi, you take a bottle, you smash it on the floor. <laughs> Chaotic energy. But. You have been listening to Sip That Red Wine, bitch! We hope you have a lovely week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go steal some fish bowls, my lovely... My my lovely Lindsay Merlohans. Lindsay Merlohans. Mwah. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Bye. Bye.